Welcome back to part two of our episode on mental health. In this half of the episode, Glendon will be diving into his story and his journey with mental health, and then we'll wrap up kind of the the two-part two episode with our kind of advice and our understanding of how to better your mental health and how to take care of yourself, really. If you haven't listened to part one, I highly encourage you do that because there's going to be a lot of added context that um, will be necessary to better understand this half of the episode. Are you coming to the That's what I'm talking about. The Ambrosia opening? Yeah. Sick. I have to read my poetry there. I'm gonna I'm gonna MC. I'm gonna hype you up. But so you're much. MCing? I'm MCing. Okay. You gotta get, how much time do I have to speak? I don't know. I don't know any details yet. Cause you know I'm gonna talk for yeah. a while. I'm gonna talk about Lacan. Good. I'm I should I should do like mini interviews. Yeah, that'd be good. That's a good idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna think about doing that. Um, how, many, how many people are going is my question. I have no idea. This went off topic. But anyway, that's that's my story. Okay. So what do I want? How do I want to wrap up this whole mental health section? I don't know if you want to say anything. I, I can say a few things. Good. I feel like Comment my, on me. Yeah. I feel like my story is very similar to yours. Oh, that's good. Um, I mean, I, that's not good. I mean, it's not great, but I mean, I'm I'm a four-way in three. So like... Oh, you care more about success. Uh, sort of. I don't <laughs> that's know. A, that's a stereotype for the three. So Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Maybe no, the threes also have this thing where they want to blend in. Yeah. And so, and I, I've only done the test ones. I don't know how accurate it is, but I'm definitely a four. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, like my first, I remember growing up a little bit. I have like vague memories of whatever. Mm. Um, one of my first social memories um, when I was, when I was three. Three. When I was three years old, I moved to Weyburn, Saskatchewan. Ooh. Um, rough. I moved a lot when I was a kid because pastor's kid, and yeah. that didn't help my social life. Oof. Um, but yeah, when I was three, I moved to Weyburn, Saskatchewan, and I had a neighbor on that street who was a freaking brat. Um, and we were friends because we lived closely, but I should not have been friends with him. Um, I frequently remember going to his place and then running home crying. Oh, that's sad. Like multiple, multiple times. Um, just like, and he came from like a bad household. Like, I don't, I don't remember ever seeing his dad. I think, I think his mom was a single parent and she like smoked a lot and a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. Um, that's rough. I have one vivid, vivid memory of going over to his place and his grandparents were over and they had like a tiny little dog yeah. and the dog chased me back to my house and like bit my ankles and Aww. he laughed the entire time. Aww. So that was, that was like my early social life. Um, and then Sad. I had like friends at school and stuff. Um, yeah, but yeah, I I remember just being very frustrated as mm. a child. I remember um, not being able to deal with like decisions and frustrations. I had like anger issues as a kid, hmm. which like I think most people wouldn't be able to look at me and see that. Nope. I I should hope, but I would be like just so angry and frustrated and like. Huh. It'd be like indoor recess, and I'd like throw chairs and stuff, um, just because. And I think it, I think it all came out of like a sense of isolation. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I remember 
I remember one week, it was in like grade three or four, and it was the week before Christmas, and mm. every day I was like, this is the new worst day of my life. Ooh. I was just a very, I don't know, I don't know what- I feel, that. that's a good way to put it. Mm. Like, I don't know what it was, I just was a very, like, isolated, like, socially awkward for different reasons, and mm. just, like, felt different. I think I think this oh, is that's a type four thing. It's a right very there. type four thing. And I know like typically the type four is like, oh, you feel like so much different and aesthetic than everyone. And I think it's more than like it's almost like the no one understands me. Yeah, and I think and it's not yeah. That's always how it's come out for me is I am different than everyone yeah. else. Yeah. And this sucks. Yeah. Um Because you've got that longing yeah, to be accepted. Yeah. And that kind of pervaded into high school high school was actually Mm. better for me than than middle school was Mm. um high school i just started to get like more socially competent yeah and my high school class was pretty chill like everyone was kind of all right with each other um and it was around that time that i started like (laughs) experimented with relationships it sounds really weird but no sounds okay (laughs) that's not what i mean um but like I, I had, mean, I'm fully, you know, whatever. Hey, you know. But like, I had, I had one like online relationship with someone who like, there was the one thing that got me through middle school was like there was this online forum of people who like just liked Lego, um, who like used to be on like the Lego message boards when I was a kid. Are you talking about BC Power? No, I'm taking talking about it was um it's a spinoff. Because there's there's like what was that Bionicle Power? Or something yeah. Like that? There's LZ Power. What the? Okay, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. Because there is, I think there's a lot of people who are connected to the same network. Yeah, yeah. I think it was probably part of the same like overall forum. But that was mine. I went on like it was a BZ power, or something like that. Yeah, it was like BZ power, and it was like specifically Bionicle stuff. Yeah, because there's, I think there's, there's two different forums, but they're like they they had some crossover. Yeah, there's also like the My Lego Network forum or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, this is so funny. And so like there's a bunch of people on there who are like. But wound up all being homeschooled Christians, essentially. Oh my goodness. Um, we might know some of the same people, which would be really funny. Anyway, so like I, I got involved with that community and got like really attached to it. Mm. And there's, anyway, there's like it's a really dumb joke. It's like an April Fool's joke where it's like, hey, it'd be funny if like I pretended to be in a relationship, and then we had like actual feelings, and then it lasted a month and a half, and we're like, this oh. was a disaster. Was this just like a text based? thing? Yeah. Well, we also skyped. Oh. Um. So it's it wasn't the worst thing in the world, but it also wasn't the best. Oh, um, okay, that's nice. And that like got me thinking about relationships for the first Ooh. time in my life because all of a sudden I was like, whoa, emotions. These are cool. Yeah. Um. And that was bad. Like mine was very similar. Where I think I was just like, I had crushes just to feel stable. Ooh. Like Ooh, I I I distinctly good. remember one yeah. where I was like, I got to the point where like I'm not really interested in you. Like I I I didn't have a conversation with her or anything, but I was like I'm not really interested in this person. Like oh. for a future, I just want to have something. It's that like you want to have that crush so that not only like for me it, it meant like being socially like interesting for people and like yeah. people would talk to me about it. But also that, like, it's something you can cling on to. Yeah, it's, like, some sort of vague semblance of direction. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's something you can, like, wake up every day and be like, oh, man, maybe I can win her today or something. Yeah. And so I didn't even talk to it. Like, this was something – this is something that I've really come to mm. terms with at Ambrose is, like, talking to people in the community because mm. I didn't talk to my parents about any of it. Yeah. And I really didn't talk to my friends about any of it. I just kind of, like, internalized everything. Yeah. 
Um, and it reached, not its pinnacle, but it reached a bad point. My last year of high school, I actually started dating someone. Um, and we had known each other from like camp and stuff. Camp was mm. the sole highlight of my high school and middle school life. Um, not that high school was bad, but it was just like camp yeah. was where I actually felt alive. Um, and I started dating this person and we'd known each other and um, they were, <laughs> it's funny because like we're actually good friends now again. So you um, don't want to dox her. I'm not going to dox them. Um, but they were um, very much like gifts for like love language. And I was very much not. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you said gifts. They, they, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I was very much not. Oh, yeah. so they would make like letters and send them to me and maybe like, these are nice. <laughs> Um, and they, Dead. I think on Valentine's Day, they made like, have you, you've seen like Captain America, right? Yeah, of course. They, they made like matching dog tags that said, I'm with you till the end of the line. Isn't that Bucky and Captain yeah. America? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. They, they should Bucky and Cap. A lot of people do. I um, mean, of yeah. course. Um, that's cool though. I mean, yeah, it's a cool thing. It was a really cool thing, and I just didn't know how to reciprocate. Also, we lived like an hour and a half away, and so we would meet like once every two weeks or so. I can think of a good way to reciprocate. <laughs> um. Anyway, it was it was a mess, and so yeah. we we broke up, um, which was also messy. They like sent me. We called at some point, and at that point, we were thinking of going to the same school, mm. and they're like, "Well, maybe maybe we should wait until then." I'm like, "That makes sense." Mm. Um and then three days later I get a text. I was like, actually, I don't want, I like, we I don't want to date you anymore, or Oof. I don't have any feelings for you anymore. It's like, oh okay, and that was a disaster. And again, I, I internalized everything, um, mm. and I blamed myself. And mm. I got to the point where their cousin had like a Smash Bros competition, and okay. so I went to his place and just spent my entire time there waiting for him to tear me apart, because I was like, I deserve to be yelled at oh wow huh <laughs> fascinating so There's, that was yeah a lot of self-blame yeah so i lived in that for probably like a year and a half huh um and then i came to ambrose okay and got into an actual community that yeah. cared about me and was like this is dumb and so finally i i called them and was like hey i'm sorry and they're like i'm also sorry and i was like sweet that's resolved and then life went on and like we're good friends again which I consider like a miracle, um, huh? And I think that's really cool. Um, but anyway, that's, yeah, that's sweet. That's a good story. Yeah. So I went on from that, grew to like exist in community and everything. You met Colin Toffelmeyer. I met Colin Toffelmeyer. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, and like never, never really considered myself as like having even like mental unhealth or like mm. whatever. That's good. Um, even though I probably did like yeah. I, at the depth of like my middle school trauma where I was like, this is the worst thing in my life. There is a point where I was like, again, I didn't like consider suicide, but yeah. I was like, what would this take? Um, I'm like, I vocalized that to someone and they're like, okay, we need to have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I just didn't talk to anyone about stuff because I was like, well, this is too much drama. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, I, I kind of lived my life. And my first year or so was really, really good. Hmm. Um, at Ambrose. At Ambrose. And I think like, it's still been really good. But eventually I, like, got back into, like, relationship thought of just mm. 
I just like that I that again that idea of longing and that idea of like needing fulfillment in something. Yep. Oh yeah. Um of but like I think everyone wants to be known. Mm. And I was like, I need to find this inner relationship because there's no way else I could find this. And so I started like idealizing and mm. just for stuff or like you create ideals that don't actually exist. Oh yeah. I, um I know that one. <laughs> And I went back, like, it, it became very cyclical, and the worst of it was last year. Um, really? Yeah. That's when I knew you. Yeah. Because um, there's a point, and again, this is funny, because, like, we're good friends again. Um, my 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 life is, like, full of weird redemptive stories, except... Just like Ben Solo. Just, just like Ben Solo. Ben Solo's great. And so, yeah, it, it, and it got to this point of... Yes. Um, there's this girl and I was like, oh, this person's great. And like nothing really happened. Yeah. And I had talked to somebody about it. Maybe I told this story. I don't think so. I I don't think I've told the story in detail on this podcast. Um, and like we went back and forth uh, and it didn't really work out. And I had talked to this guy about it and I, 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 I don't know if it was jealousy or paranoia, but I was like, are you interested in her? Cause I was pretty sure that she was interested in him. And he was like, no. And then a couple months later, they started dating. Oh, can we dox these people? No, I'm not going to dox them. I I like them too much to dox them. Do you Um, still know these people? Yeah. Are they five feet away from me right now? I don't know. Um, But yeah, and it was, it was, it was a whole thing where I was like, shoot. Yeah. Um, Cause I was still like working through my own feelings, but then I was like, my friend just lied to me. Ooh. Is what that meant. Um, and then the end of the year came up and I had this weird idea that I was like, I want to stay in Alberta, but I didn't know what that meant. And Uh-oh. so I, I, I know this one. I wound up going to his place and staying at his place. And so I stayed at his place and that sucked. Um, because I, oh. the end of the year was really bad. Cause I forget if I had figured out where I was going yet or not. I don't think I had. Um, but I remember packing all of my stuff and being like, I don't know where I'm taking this. Does this person know about these? Like, the, have you had this conversation? Oh, yeah. Yet? Okay, because I'm like, like I, I know who you're talking about. Okay. And I'm like, what if he listens to the podcast and there's just I've, like a bomb I've, drop? I've had a lot of conversations. Okay. Well, okay. Good. We, we've we've like made up and everything. Okay. Okay. Um, so I just wanted to clarify because that's a, I don't want to, yeah. Oh, no. Um, I also don't think they have Twitter. Just in case, I know the podcast can somehow spread around. That's fair. So. But like, no, we, we, yeah. we, we, we've talked okay, and everything. So okay. we're good. Okay. Okay. Just um, clarify. And again, like, anyway, you, you packed up and you said you didn't know where you were going. Yeah, like you were, I remember, in, my, you were in my car. No, this is before then. This is like end of the semester when we were fighting for the same job. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit around then. Yeah, because I was like, I don't know what job I'm gonna have. What all these different things. Yep. Um, and I remember packing this, packing my stuff in my dorm room, and being like, I don't know where I'm going. And he was like, Come to my place. And I was like, Okay, that's something. And then I like, I just remember breaking down and like not being able to do anything. Ooh. Um, and being like just uh, paralyzed and somebody kind of like talked me through it and was like just focus on like small stuff was that like while you were at his, at his house or was, that was this, this was me in re- like in residence as residence oh. was closing oh yeah wow yeah um so i eventually went to his house and was very frustrated there because i was like 
and like I vocalized this a couple of times while I was mm-hmm. there, but I was like, I'm in this place with like just in an environment where I am frustrated but can't like experience my frustration. Because hmm. oh. I, I had to like cover it essentially. Ah, yeah, I see what you're getting at, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like not generally a bitter person, but I was like really bitter mm-hmm. and I fell into bitterness and there's a one point like she showed up for a weekend and like stayed for a weekend. Oh no. And I just like mentally snapped. Um and I had to take a walk. And I don't think I've said this to anyone. Um But it was I just remember like going out and going onto like a pier of like the lake or whatever that's there and like just looking down. At the water? Yeah. Huh. And again, just that idea of like I just thought of jumping in and being like, this wouldn't kill me, but it would, like, suck. Mm, and that, it, that wanting to hurt feeling. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, how you, ex- like, the frustration that you're experiencing and, like, all yeah. that you want to direct it at yourself yeah. and make yourself yeah. hurt. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, And I just remember thinking about that and being like, this is not great. I need to leave. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, so is that why you flew back home? That's why. That's part of why I flew back home. Uh, also, I had my friend's wedding, which I was gonna be in. Yeah. But I was also like, I I need like I can't be here anymore. Huh. Um. And I I remember like being up until four every night with like a Slurpee in Stardew Valley, and being like, this is the only way I can cope. <laughs> hey, that's kind of dope though. <laughs> it's pretty sick, but it also like it sucked. Um, you should have played multiplayer. Should have. Um. And I just remember, like, my first semester, because I kind of, like, I went home, and then I went to camp, and camp was healing, but camp was also really frustrating, because it's freaking the leadership relationship drama, which was a mess. Oh, yeah, Um, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, yeah, But I remember coming back for this semester, and, like, making up with everyone, and being fine, but just looking at that, and I think, like, I realized this the other day, because I had, like, this visualization of darkness over that, like, period, and I think the best visual I can explain it is like that pit in the Last Jedi. Like the Last Jedi, like oh. on the island. Oh, you're not talking about the pit that Ben Solo flies. No, in. no, no, no. But like the like the dark side pit yeah. in the Last Jedi. Like that is like the visual representation of like mm. just the damage that that experience did. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, um, for sure. Which again, it's like this wasn't anyone's fault. Yeah. Nobody went out of their way to hurt me. Nobody, whatever. I just, things happened and it sucked. Yeah. No. And I started to blame myself. I was like, I am too, like, I have too much emotional depth. Ooh. Um, that was, that was the connection I made. It was like, I care about things too much. If I care about things less, um, then I'll be better. And people were like, that's stupid. Yeah. That's not healthy. So yeah, eventually I I started getting counseling because like my first, Mm. first month, I think of last semester, I was just numb really I, I think i was just emotionally burnt out trying to think back to that month and like i don't think that's something that other people could perceive it's just no. something that i felt no yeah. within me you that's a thing like it's easy yeah. to put on a mask yeah yeah um and pretend that everything's okay mm-hmm. which is also literally the worst way to deal with it's it just so everyone great. knows so like yeah, yeah. so i i i I started that semester even like 
when I was at that house, I was like, I need to get counseling at the start of the the new the new semester, mm. and then I waited until like November, um, or like end of October. It takes it's hard to it's hard jump into that. Um, I just but yeah, I struggled a bunch, and I struggled a lot with like reclaiming self worth mm. and like belovedness and all these mm. different things. Mm-hmm. Like again, now and is freaking great. Um, and then most recently, like last week. Uh, end of, end of last semester. Because it was right before exam week, and then it was right after exam week. Because oh, you... right before exam week, um, I have a friend, and it's like the same friend who brought me out for camp. I'm, I'm not naming any names. Um, nice ASMR. Um, <laughs> and I, I had this friend, and like, her boyfriend was on internship, and a bunch of her friends were on internship. Um... And we had talked, and she was like, we should hang out more, because okay. everyone's gone, and I'm going to be lonely. I'm lonely. like, yeah, sure, we should hang out. I'm down with that. I yeah. love and respect you as a person. Yeah. Um, And she was just very distant. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, we had made plans, and, like, nothing went through. And I was like, well, how about this? How about this? And, like, no reciprocation. And... Yeah. Finally, I got to the end of the school year, and I was like, "Okay, we need to have a call. We, I, I need to talk to this person and be like, look, I realize you're going through stuff, but I'm also going through stuff, and we can either figure this out or I'm done because this just isn't healthy.' So for this me is anymore. December. This is December. Okay. Um, and because I was like, this is draining for me because yeah. I feel like I'm investing a lot, and not getting anything back. Yeah. So I finally sent a text and was like, "Hey, we should meet up for coffee," and the reply I got was, "Actually, I'm not comfortable seeing you anymore." Ooh. And I was like, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> okay. And so we still haven't had a face-to-face conversation, yes. which I think is dumb, because I think we should have that in face-to-face. But yeah, she was like, well, I feel like you don't like invest in me or anything. And I'm like, we don't talk. What the heck? How could I possibly do that? Um, and she was like, I think you have like too much expectations or whatever. And I kind of was like, okay, so clearly we have completely different definitions of friendship. Mm-hmm. And also you have a problem with my own and like again like emotional intensity which was like yeah stuff i was figuring out I was like if you have a problem with this and this is an aspect of who i am fine leave whatever um let's still hurt and i was still like this is dumb and then i let exams happen and then i talked to her boyfriend who i was also friends with yeah and i was like yeah. i want to make sure that we're still good and like, i talked to like a couple other of her friends and so i sent a text to him and he's like well that's all fine i don't know why you're trying to split me and my girlfriend up Oof. Okay. And I was like, what? Um, and so, like, sent a reply to him that he never replied to. And I was like, okay, what? Because, like, these are people who I like, these are people who know me and, like, who I've talked to. And then they completely misread my intentions, apparently. Wow. Oof. And I went into, like, the Christmas season with that. And. Wow my my thought into the holiday season i was like i knew consciously that i was like this is them dealing with like whatever insecurities and whatever that they're dealing Mm -hmm. with but in my mind i was like who's going to be next oh who am i going to like send a text to next who's just gonna be like by the way see you i'm never gonna talk to you ever again (laughs) oi that's that's rough times and so like i I I went yeah, no, I can understand that feeling. Yeah, so I went into the Christmas season with that and was just kind of like up until four every day and just crying to myself and being like, yeah. And I don't know. And now it's January and it's like, 
A Love was really good. I cried a lot during A Love on Sunday. A Love. Um, it's like a student worship event. Ah, but it's still like worship. I don't know. I a couple days ago I got thinking because I kind of like keep having the same existential crisis mm. of like in three months so many people I know graduate and then a year yep. after that I graduate. Yep. And is anyone going to stay? Oh wow, dang! We had the exact same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, same thing here. Because I was like, hey, like I know, I know these people are my friends. Who are? Is anyone going to stay in touch or whatever? And I guess that that I think that's a part of the whole like relationship thing. Is like mm-hmm. I just want someone I know is going to stay. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. You know that person is jesus jesus thanks um so yeah like very similar stories and like i I started getting counseling and being like frick because it you need to find value in yourself yep and that's part of what mental health is Mm. is taking your value off of what other people think and perceive and realizing people suck and people are people and you need to love yourself which is a bit of a cliche but it's also true yeah no and it I think part of it as well is being trusting enough to put some of that on other people. Yeah. Like, and that's, that's the hardest part for me because again, my biggest thing is I don't want to be a burden to anyone. Mm -hmm. And I like, the thing is though, and that's where it combines between that idea of self and the idea of others. Right. Mm -hmm. Because if you view, if you view, (laughs) Oh yeah. Or I'm I'm like, I don't even know how I'm going to edit this down. Yeah. But if you, if you view yourself as a burden, that you don't want to put onto somebody else. You're not only harming your own idea of self, but yeah. like it's contributing to how you're viewing others and how others view yeah. you. So it's like you have to not, you have to be willing to look at yourself and say, I am not a burden and yeah. I am going to, and, and I don't, and I'm not going to, I'm not a burden to other people. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm going to be willing to like communicate that yeah. to them kind of thing. I remember it was funny because I think. I forget if it was, like, one of my mentors I was talking to or, like, my counselor. Mm-hmm. But I was talking to somebody about, like, self-talk and whatever. Yeah. And they're like, if somebody came to you and said all of the things that you've just said, yeah, how would you respond? Mm-hmm. And why don't you respond that way to yourself? positive affirmations yeah. is what we're talking about yeah and like that's so that's so like that's really good i don't know who said that yeah but like that's part of why i do what i do mm-hmm. on youtube mm-hmm. that's fair i didn't know if i want to break this on the podcast <laughs> but why not it's up to you like that's why i started my asmr youtube channel congrats i just broke this for the world Woot. Um, I'm not revealing what it is, though. Mm-hmm. Screw off. Yeah. Um, but it's about making people feel welcome in their own bodies mm-hmm. and making people feel affirmed in who they are and and how they identify themselves. And that welcomeness is something that in the ASMR community, it's like central. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the reasons I jumped into that because it's not it's a good place for people to go like that. It's like, it's accepting unlike Mm. so many other places. And like, 
ASMR allows you to continually hear these things, especially if you listen to positive affirmations or oh, whatnot, yeah. that will help you build up your own idea of self and to view yourself as being worthy or being enough, yeah. being loved, being yeah, all these things. Even if it's coming from someone through a screen that doesn't personally know you, yeah, the fact that they're putting effort into those videos, and I can justify that they definitely are, yeah. Um, it it is it's worth something yeah and yeah and i think like that's a that's become more and more of my motivation in writing too Mm. is just like that sort of message yeah um and like i'm i'm perfectly willing to admit this is like a big part of the reason why i've come to adore the last jedi so much yeah because that's the entire message of that movie is like you are valid in who you are i can't even argue with that (laughs) and so yeah it's and I look at a lot of what I've written. I mean, you've only seen like the beginning of what I've yeah. written, but it becomes at least at least in my mind, those stories become a lot of just like very broken people coming yeah. to like find themselves in community. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. And like that. Yeah. Even we talked about like Knives Out earlier. Yeah. Which is a freaking great movie great on movie. very many levels. But something that always hits me with that movie is this prevailing theme of like like goodness being a powerful and like redeeming virtue Mm. of like you are a good person and you win because you are a good person um i feel like that's not always true in the real world but it's not always true in the real world but it's like i think it's yeah no i get important message that like we often don't talk about and i think kind of somewhat get this to a wrap-up point yeah with this whole conversation in regards to mental health two things seem to keep coming up that I think we've 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 continually both of us have have come to mm-hmm. is that like when you isolate yourself and isolation's bad. Isolate it's literally the descent into hell. Yeah. If you want to talk about yeah. hell, that's that's hell. Is becoming so engorged. Yeah. Engorged by yourself. Yeah. That you can't see outside of that, and you mm-hmm. start to believe these things that you t- that you are telling yourself. Yeah, it's it's incredibly damaging. That's even even like this month. I came into the semester, and it was good to see people again. Mm-hmm. But I felt again just emotionally burnt out. Yeah, and like detached. Yeah, and I couldn't focus on stuff or whatever. And this past weekend, we had like an event, and I just went to like. A few people and was like, this is what I've been struggling with. Mm. And I like woke up yesterday, woke up today and was like, yeah, this is fine. Like feeling lighter, feeling lighter, feeling like I don't care, like mm. whatever. Um, which is, again, something I've been finding more and more at Ambrose, more than mm. more than learning about like English or yeah. like my faith or whatever. It's learning to be a functioning person in community. And that comes with being mm. open with people yep you have to communicate to people how you feel and, yeah. I, and literally this is coming from the worst person who could say that <laughs> because i don't i don't ever communicate how mm. i feel those 38 tweets are the first time i've ever told anyone mm. how i felt mm. really if i'm honest i don't i don't tell go around tell my friends i love them because to me it's a little cheesy and cliche but also i'm just afraid of saying it yeah i can i am not i'm not ashamed to say that <laughs> but i'm also like like I'll confess in this podcast, I'm afraid of being a burden. Yeah, I'm afraid of being that person that 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 comes comes to their friends and mm-hmm. just like lays on all their problems, or yeah. just like is boring, doesn't have anything to say, or only talks about that one thing. 
Like I, I don't had... I don't want to be a burden. And if I'm honest, I'm terrified of not being able to bear anyone else's burdens either. So truthfully, I'm afraid of intimacy. I had one of the most strangely powerful conversations the other week where a buddy... This is with Darren. Yes. Uh, no, a buddy who like I've had some really good conversations with, mm-hmm. um, he came up to me and like first time I've seen him this whole school year. And he came up to me and was like, hey. I'm like, hey, how are you doing? And he was like, I'm doing good. How are you? Mm-hmm. Whatever. whatever. Um, and he was like, do you need to get coffee or do you have people you can talk to? Who? Who? He said that? Yeah. Oh, you said that. Okay. That's he said good that. either way. Yeah. And I was just very struck by that idea because I feel like like I've had coffee with people this year who I'm like, I really want to keep in touch with. Yeah. But I'm also like, I have so much that I don't want to like even talk through or express through or be like, this would be like the entire focus of this conversation if I were to talk about my stuff. Yeah. Um, and to have someone who's just like, Hey, do you need to talk or are yeah, you good? Because good. I am confident in not having to talk. Ooh. Like, that's cool. I feel like we should do that more often. That's, that's something that, uh, Nikayla on Sunday mm. kind of brought that up briefly. Like if you want to, come come to someone and just like talk to have coffee like that's literally my job yeah like i'm here to listen like it's not you're not a burden by doing that yeah and it's like something that more of us need to express that to each other yeah and more of us need to be willing to trust that Mm -hmm. as well coming from the other end yeah because it's a hard thing both to do and to trust yeah um yeah and like that's why getting coffee is a good thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm a little bit um, more than that but yeah you know um i feel like i should put a disclaimer that um sarah joy we're we're actually on speaking terms even though i haven't talked to you in a month please talk to noah he needs friends <laughs> no it's more so i don't want you to, if you listen to this which you probably will yeah don't, sarah's don't one feel of our bad. loyal yeah loyal she's peeps she might be a type eight, but she's also a very caring person. She is a very caring person, and she like she's one of those people that will take your problems onto yeah. her, bear your burdens. Mm-hmm. To quote, "Descent into hell." Mm-hmm. That's literally that's literally what we're talking about. I just realized that. Oh yeah, we're we're just we're talking literally about talking about bearing each other's burdens because mm-hmm. that's that's how you get out of the that's how you get out of the descent. That's how you get out of your spiral into mental yeah distraught that's a good word for it not illness (laughs) um you need the only way to get out is Mm -hmm. to bear one another's burdens and that's why on this bell let's talk day we would encourage all of you listeners if you're going through stuff Mm -hmm. to like go and talk to people talk to someone talk to people in your community talk to your friends talk to get mentor figures yeah um that's hard it is hard but it's mental illness and mental disease or whatever um i I say that as if disease is a different word than illness no it's but like we get what you're saying yeah it's mental suffering mental suffering is a growing thing in our culture and i think a big part of it is because our culture has become more independent Mm. and become less individualist yeah more more individualistic um, as we get behind technology and all these different things, we, yeah. we forget how to talk to people. Yeah. And that is how we get better, is not by isolating and figuring out our problems, mm. um, but it's by interacting with 
the oneness and with with the divine and seeing the divine in others it's true no it, like i know it's kind of cheesy because i know we all know that's what i believe but <laughs> but like no it's genuinely yeah. true though like the way to break the cycle to get out of that spiral mm-hmm. we're coming back to the La- rise of skywalker <laughs> yeah and the last jedi but the way to break that cycle to or to break that break through that spiral mm-hmm. is not to like further hate yourself or to to dive into like yeah um isolation Isolation. self-guilt isolation you have to dive into community and find ways find people who are willing to bear your burdens and find the strength to bear someone else's burdens as well yeah because none of us can do this alone. None of us can deal with our mental health struggles alone. It has to be done with mm-hmm. uh, within community because that's where I've said this before, but like when you talk about the divine, when you talk about God, when you talk about the oneness, whatever you want to call it, it's not in one specific person. It's not like I have it all to myself. Yeah. It only exists in all of it. Everything. Yeah like is not a separate isolated thing and that's the whole point you've got to be mm. this is actually coming back to the theme of the podcast i'm yeah. so proud we actually fixed it look at what we're doing um you've got to be in community i know that there's going to be some people maybe listening to this that genuinely don't have a community though mm-hmm. there are going to be people that genuinely don't have friends or they feel left out alone different and so to you who genuinely like might not you, feel like listener? they like for all like you might have parent issues you might not be able to talk to your parents you might not have siblings you might not have mentors or church figures or religious figures that you can count on Mm -hmm. um and you might need someone to talk to do you have do you have anything you want to say because i don't know if i have a solution for that um find those people i don't know because it is hard to find it's not it is not an easy thing it's not an easy thing i would find communities of people who with similar interests similar passions um if all else fails find people on like reddit or twitter Mm -hmm. or just find someone find us i don't know yeah honestly i think both of us would be willing to like listening is the most important part of of communication like this and i think it's telling that like i mean going back to my story like i had legitimate fallout with like a few people, yeah. but most mm-hmm. of those people I've been able to go back and like reconcile exactly. and redeem those friendships after I'd figured some stuff out, after yep. they'd figured some stuff out. And like, you know, like I, more than anything else, I think I believe in the power of redemption. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the cycle of love. Yeah. And I think once you exist in community, redemption mm. becomes easier. Yeah. It still sucks, but it's it's hard it oh 100 percent. and like i know some of you if you have serious like serious mental illness like Mm. genuinely also get therapy if medicated but i also understand that whatever you need for a lot of you healthcare isn't free yeah because america's system is screwed up we have a lot of american audience (laughs) probably not (laughs) but you never know but if even i don't even think in canada therapy isn't free that's fair like counseling is expensive it's expensive luckily like where we go there is a discount even though i don't think it's i haven't been to counseling in a while because i didn't know if i still get the discount you should ask i should um but my point is here i don't 
if you can't afford to find someone to talk to or if, if or if it costs money to get serious help find someone who's like inclusive and welcoming and will at the very least hear you out yeah. and like i know pastors have a bad reputation sometimes but there are good inclusive welcoming mm-hmm. pastors that will genuinely hear you out because that's legitimately their job mm-hmm. and i'm sure i'm sure that there are like i don't know what buddhist leaders are called that's bad yeah i have no idea i'm sure other religious leaders whether it's buddhism islam um hinduism i'm sure there are people that in those communities that are willing to listen to you and hear you out and you might i don't know there might be other figures in your life that you might be able to go to but like it's important it's really hard but you need to find someone to talk to if you're struggling with this like it's just like that's that's always my advice to people is like get in a community if you can and it is it is hard outside of religious institutions it is hard but you know find people with similar hobbies passions yeah um heck go on reddit go on reddit like we said before community unfortunately is a lot about stepping outside of your comfort zone to find a comfort zone Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and you just you gotta you gotta make this is the thing about life that i've realized is you can try to reduce li- you can try to reduce risks but that is not actually living mm. um and sometimes you just gotta gotta live yeah no it's true you've gotta life involves taking risks yeah and it'll probably mean you'll die and i don't mean that <laughs> <laughs> oops i mean i don't mean that is like <laughs> I don't mean you'll actually like physically die. I mean like little deaths that we undergo every day by getting out of our comfort zone. That's how you get outside of yourself. That's how you let the love in and um, kind of let your ego die a little bit. I think that's probably going to wrap it up because we've been going for, at this point, I don't know how much I'll be able to edit this, but we've been going for two hours and 25 minutes. Yeah. I have no idea how I'm going to cut this out. Okay, yeah. Go um, talk to people. Live your life. L- basic, love. Live. On this laugh. Bell, let's talk day. Eat pride don't love. Be af- don't be afraid to talk. Don't be afraid to talk. Whoever, to whoever, find someone who will listen and just talk. And to my friends who are listening to this, that are probably like oh wow we didn't know all any of this or Mm. some of this or like oh boy we're worried now i feel bad and like no don't feel bad like you all have been good and both glendon and i care deeply about you i almost Mm. can't say that seriously because it's too hard for me still but like it's true go read my tweets it's true Mm -hmm. (laughs) my 38 tweets of love um yeah so that's just a message to any of the friends who listen to this massive behemoth podcast. Good on you for listening. Thanks. And um, uh, take me out for coffee. <laughs> Preferably pay. You want them to pay? <laughs> pay yep. for your friendship? Yeah, you got to pay to be friends with me. That sounds bad. Hey, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back after a month-long break, and I'm doing better than ever. We've brought Sexy back, and his name is Noah Harms. Okay. I don't agree.
I think we've proven that I can't really dance. But you try your best. I do try my best. I'll give myself credit there. Watch Little Woman. What? I haven't seen it. And I really want to. My mom said it was like, it's she's so she's good. not even like an English major, but she loves books. She read the book, mm. and she said it's like the best representation of a book she's ever seen. I I haven't I hadn't read the book, but I really loved the movie, and I've heard it's a decently good representation. Um, Saoirse Ronan is great. Florence oh, Pugh is great. So Emma Watson's great. Always. Laura Dern's great. Timothy yeah. Chalamet is great. Greta Gerwig is great. Uh oh, no, we're not getting into that. Nope. No Oscars. Greta Gerwig deserves an Oscar more than Todd Phillips does. End of podcast. Bye. Um, also see nineteen seventeen. Also see nineteen seventeen. That's a really and fruit. Knives Out and The Last Jedi again. Well, Knives Out a little bit old is a little bit old. See The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> or or you could not. Um, honestly, like nineteen seventeen though, great movie. You should actually genuinely see that movie. I cried, but um, I cry at everything. Yeah, it's true. You can do. I didn't cry. I'm sorry. But there were some emotional moving moments in there, like the baby scene. That was moving for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, And when he's running across the... In the trailer, you see him running across the battlefield, like slamming into guys. That was such a good scene. It's actually emotional. Like, I I got emotional from that. And, I mean, I only get emotional from Stranger Things Season 3 ending. So, and Tolkien for some bloody reason. Also, this is completely off topic, but I was looking through Twitter, and somebody... I was legit, like, I was writing, I think last night or this morning, I was writing yeah. stuff for, like, my Star Wars article, and I compared Rose to Ahsoka. Huh. Because I'm like, Ahsoka is a character who isn't great when she first appears, and yeah. becomes amazing, and somebody made the exact same comment on Twitter. And I'm like... I can see that. I'm a genius, so... Yeah, no. I Yeah, I, I agree. I'm not bringing this back to Star Wars. The Clone Wars comes out soon. True, it does. Um, Picard comes out or has come out at this point. Um, watch that. It's all about Watch the Good Place. Um, it's okay, on Netflix. Fine. Watch the Good Place, even though it's a scummy show with scummy creators. Why is it a scummy show? I don't know. I've never seen it. Who, who's the scummy? Creator? Isn't that the one with Kristen Bell? Yeah. Yeah, it's probably a good show. It's really good. Michael Schur's great. What's wrong with Michael Schur? I don't know who that is. He he's the creator. He what made, else like, has he done? That in Brooklyn Nine Nine and Parks and Rec. Wait, is he the one who made The Office? I don't think he made The Office. I thought the Brooklyn Nine-Nine and The Office had the same creator. Well, Parks and Rec is a spinoff of The Office. Let me check. I don't think he made The Office. Now, The Office is a great TV show. Watch it. All of it. Maybe skip like parts of season nine, though. That kind of gets greasy until I think, the end. I think he was involved with The Office, but I don't think he made it. Um, yeah, it said The Office. It said The Office. I'm trying to see if he actually... It's not important if he made it or not. It is. He was on SNL for a while. He became a producer and writer on The Office. Yeah. So he was involved at the. He was least. involved. We keep going on other tangents. We're giving recommendations. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, I I got my um things of Earthbrook for Christmas. What? Is is a a book about beauty and stuff. Oh, cool. I was talking to you about it earlier. Oh, I haven't yeah, read it yet. you were talking to me about that. I haven't read it um, yet. I got. I've got a lot of books over Christmas, and I've read three books this year already, everyone. Nice. I've read three books in less than, in like three weeks. Nice. So, I got don't a make sword. It's a good sword. It's a good sword. I also got that shuttle, if you can see it. Oh, that's cool. And then I got a book and a board game, well, a card game, and other stuff. I don't remember what else. And I got a stupidly expensive guitar. Oh, I got, a, I got myself a laptop. That's cool. I like that. I it's needed that. I did not need a new guitar, but I love it, and she's my baby now. She's my baby. 
And I'm kind of scared to play her sometimes, though. You got to touch her real nice. Um, I Anyway, got to lay that pipe, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I don't mean that. Don't hate me. Um, I will only slightly hate you. I'm talking to all the listeners more so than okay. you. We're going to get copyright strike. Is that oh, a thing? Oh, this is not a copyright. That was... Chunky Finchman and the Interrupters. I'm going to go throw up. Um, How do I want to wrap this up? And that's what I'm here for. So, basically, don't be afraid to talk about how you feel and what you're going through because there are a lot of people around you that are probably going through similar things and are more than willing to listen and be with you while you walk this journey which oftentimes is incredibly hard and it can be irrational and it can't it can can make no sense and yet you still feel the way you do so talk to people find someone you can trust and don't be afraid to share your burdens with someone else because no one can carry this alone no one can do this alone Go talk to people. Talk um, to people, see good movies. Good night, Toronto, and so long, Seattle. Go talk to people. Amen. Amen.